What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing uh, your camcorder. One of the few events in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, uh, only in New York. Uh, New York. Yeah, uh, only in New York. Sam, you're a little quiet this week. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, sorry. Part part, part yeah. of it is because my wife is either napping or trying to. So yeah. trying to keep things a little quiet, but uh, there, there's some other stuff going on. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, this week I am Luke Patrick. I'm the other dumb idiot, and I am on coke. Oh, okay. You uh, pretty, pretty chill for someone. I'm yeah, kidding. I'm pretty mellow for someone mm-hmm. <laughs> who just uh, schneefed a bu- or hoovered a bunch of schneef. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little bit of snus. Yeah, a little, uh, a little hoovered Wait. some schneef. Snus would be different. Um, yeah, snus is different. Yeah, that's a different thing. Don't just put that up your nose. I feel like I just love saying snus. Snus. Camel mm-hmm. snus, Sam's snus. favorite product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone knows I love some snus. Just packing a fat lip of camel snus everywhere Sam mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, old camel uh-huh. Joe Camel is what I refer to Sam as. So yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, mostly as my stint uh, as a voice actor for Joe Camel. For Joe Camel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weird time in my life. Yeah, I made money, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they The weird part and the reason I had to stop was because they kept saying, like, could you make it friendlier to children? Yeah, that's a line, uh, even though they were waving sacks of cash at you. Oh, yeah. Just absolute bags of the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's who I am this week. Sam, what did we do? We watched uh, 2012's Generation, um... Mm. Hmm. Uh-huh. How was, uh... How was your watch? Distressed. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so Sam, let me give some context. Um, I went backpacking this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sam, I lugged 25 to 30 pounds of shit through the woods, mile after <laughs> mile. By your own choice. By my own choice. Uh, yeah. I worried about getting eaten by a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, a dehydrated food that I made myself. No, it did not get eaten by a bear. Okay. Didn't even see a bear. Um, oh, okay. And I loved every second of it. Um, That's sick. <laughs> I was absolutely sick. Adored it. It was a great birthday retreat. Happy birthday to me. Yes, happy birthday, Luke. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, uh, yeah, loved every second of it. That being said, I'm tired today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. came back. Uh, we stopped at a, this uh, little diner that we like on the way back into town. Um, Wait, what diner? Uh, the old Patio Cafe in uh, uh, okay. In Conway. Okay. Conway, Arkansas. If you're ever in Conway, Arkansas, unlike Rock Springs, Wyoming, I will not pay for your meal. 
Uh, no. This is not a hibachi in Rock Springs, Wyoming, which I will pay for if you go there mm-hmm. by yourself. Alone. Alone. No alcohol. No alcohol. Government. Less than $100. Government rules on this <laughs> one, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do kind of have a per diem on this. Yeah, you do have a per diem, but I will pay for it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so went to this little diner, came back, immediately went to sleep. We're talking... 10 in the morning. Okay. <laughs> um, slept for like an hour and a half. Woke up. Watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then immediately went back to sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this movie was sandwiched in between uh, what many, many, many miles of hiking will do to you. And Sam, I got to I'm going to break the seal on the review section slightly. Mm-hmm. And say this movie was not the reprieve I was looking for. No. Uh, no. This one was no. a bit of a chore. Also, mm-hmm. Freebie. Yeah, let's talk about Freebie, huh? Yeah, you want to talk about... Well, I feel like from your notes, you probably have more to... You sent me a screenshot of your notes. You probably have more to say about Freebie than I do. So I'll just pass the baton. Sam, how was your watch? So bad. It was so bad. <laughs> um, so... Uh, have not had just the greatest day nothing terrible but also not the day that i wanted sure um and that started with me sleeping on the couch this morning for way longer than i intended to Mm. not not because you're in the doghouse right no 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 no. i uh cat woke me up at uh 5 30 i fed her i was like oh you know fall back asleep for a little bit slept for four hours (laughs) oh um and i don't like sleeping in i don't either i hate it these days yeah and so um i like woke up at nine i didn't really like get going until about 12 30 it just i hated it oh Uh, yeah 12 30 yeah i know i fucking hated it yeah i'm like done with my day by 12 30 yeah so i uh Sat down to play some Starfield. Yeah. Because I just wanted to have a little me time. Wanted to play some Starfield. And I was like, I'll watch this fucking movie later. So I started playing Starfield. And I'm having a good time. And then I come across a game-breaking bug. Ah. Yep. Uh, And I got very angry. I got real angry. It sounds Uh, like you got a little angry. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like I got very angry. So, it, somewhere around the time that I encountered this game-breaking bug, you um, y- you messaged me that you were going to start the movie. And I was like, okay, fine. And so, I tried a couple things to fix this. None of them worked. Um, Todd Howard, I'm, I'm speaking only to you now. Fucking fix this, okay? I don't want to travel around with Sam Co. everywhere. And nor can I. Because when I try to enter any building uh, or my ship, I just go into an endless loading screen that then crashes. Hey, Todd. Hey, fucking Todd. You've known about this for a month. A month, Todd. This. Fix it. Yeah. Fix it, Todd. I just want to play your fucking game on my Sunday. Anyway, so, so then I booted up the movie. Uh, and started up, it's on freebie, and then immediately, TV says, invalid format. And I assumed this was freebie. 
And I said, what the fuck does that mean, Freebie? You're, you're serving this up. How can you serve me in invalid format? It was not Freebie. In fact, it was my television telling me that what was on screen was an invalid format. What? I don't know what that means. So uh, I got angrier, and I throttled my Xbox controller for a moment, and then uh, I've seen I, I've seen him do this before, folks. It's terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna be a dad soon. Um, <laughs> so so I turn the TV off, I turn it back on, and it's fine. So start freebie up. I watch the shitty ads. I'm taking some notes. I'm very angry. My pen stops working. And I just it just was really getting to me. So you're so. you're having. One of those days, capital yes. letters across the board, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like a rhino didn't burst into your house and take a shit on your floor and then like no. Kool-Aid no. man back out the house. Like, but it's like all of these tiny little irritations. Yeah. Yeah. A bad day by a million glitches. You're taking so many L's basically mm-hmm. and you just yes. need a W like one. Yeah. And then I put on this movie finally. Yeah. And it didn't get better. And nope. Luke, this was my most disrespectful watch. That's my my guy, my brother in Moses. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um completely fair. Yeah. So um very quickly, uh I decided if this movie's not gonna respect me, then I won't respect it. I peed twice. Nice. I was on my phone for most of it. Yeah, I have uh, I have good news. You didn't miss anything by these oh, activities. Oh, I know. Because that was the other thing. I was watching the scene where Keanu was just eating a cupcake. Nothing was happening. He yeah. was eating a cupcake. And I said, oh, I could go do fucking anything and come back any amount of time later. And I won't miss a goddamn thing. You mean the at least three minute? Mm-hmm. And we're talking beginning of the movie, three or four minute segment mm-hmm. where Keanu eats the entirety of a cupcake on a New York street. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As the camera slowly pans out. Uh, it, <laughs> I, so I, and folks, I did try. Okay. Yeah. I tried. I even, I was like, you know what? Maybe let's, let's kind of snap me out of this mood. I did 10 minutes on the treadmill. Just trying to like ground myself, yeah. You know, be in my body, you know, try and get some movement, with shake, shake out the fury. Nothing, nothing worked. Yeah. The best part of my watch was that both the cats were with me. I feel like the treadmill only works when the movie is at least something like entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of a base requirement for movies. You would think so. Yeah, because then you're somewhat engaged, but you're maximizing the engagement by getting yeah. physical movement involved. Mm-hmm. And then, mostly, yeah, I th- I thought the movement would work out the fury. Ah, okay, I got you. Yeah, it kind of did. Um, the problem was I spent the rest of the movie dejected. I I have a statement. Uh huh. Maybe it applies to both of us, but I, I mean this with no judgment. Mm-hmm. I think you are the least ideal person to have Hulk powers. Oh, yeah. Because you'd be playing Starfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you'd suddenly be the size of a house. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I we I I think everyone uh, that knows anyone that's pretty close to me knows that I do have a a bit of a temper. Uh, no, but, not like a creepy. I'm gonna go shoot a place up. Kind no, of no, 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 no. That's exactly my point. Your temper is usually tethered to things like, uh, my pen ran out of ink. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. I know I've seen them, but small irritations that are v- completely valid. Yeah, I don't want to take away from your anger. They <laughs> get me real hot, <laughs> but they get you. You would be hulking up, uh, kind of with regularity over, mm-hmm. and then some of the police would show up and they'd ask what happened here, and they'd yeah, be, it'd be like, like, "Well, they gave me my burger, but it didn't have the grilled onions on it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I smashed a school bus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell them to give me the grilled onions next time. I yeah, I paid for those. I paid for those. Is it that hard? Anyway. Um, or the other day, yesterday, we went to Target. And uh, the person in, in line in front of us was buying a $152 uh, Lego set. Damn. And was... Uh, getting like pretty heated about the fact that the it was unclear if it was $25 or 25% off like deal did not apply to that lego set Mm -hmm. and so she was like kind of arguing with the um checkout person yeah uh, at target about this for i'm not joking five minutes and i've got a mask on and I'm sitting there grumbling and getting louder and louder. At one point, I turned to Kenna and said, I'll give her the fucking $25 if she'll shut up and leave. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, it's $25. Take the L. Take know? the L. Take, like you're in Chicago, take the L. Um, mm-hmm. Sam, this would be my Hulk weakness to, to evenly mm-hmm. spread the, the Hulk blame here. Mm-hmm. Would be other people. Um, I do hate other people. <laughs> other people would be mine in a big way. Because Sam, in that scenario, I would be throwing things fully <laughs> hulked out. I would rip apart the box, build the Lego set, and then Hulk smash it. And be like, $25? Uh, really? <laughs> uh, it's just like... Because I, I was talking to Ken afterward. And it's just like, if that happened to me, I'd just go, oh, well, damn, you know, uh, that sucks. But, you know, whatever. Either get it, either shit or get off the pot. Either get it or don't. No one is forcing you to buy it. Okay, important. Did they get it? No. Oh. But, but she got, so it was like $25 off and a $10 gift card that she was supposed to get with this deal. And what she kept doing was she kept saying that the sign for the deal was in the same aisle as the Legos. Yeah. Like, right next to the Lego set. And she just kept talking about how, like, they should not do that if the deal does not apply to them. And these are the cashiers. They yeah. Don't, they don't put the signs there. No. They have no authority to do anything in this yeah. scenario. And so... um, she just like kind of keeps arguing with the cashier and then the manager shows up. And so she's just going back and forth. And the manager 
it shouldn't, but is being like, no, I totally understand. Like, I'm so sorry. And so they ended up giving her 25, uh, 20% off, which is, uh, $30, which she did not deserve. Yeah. Um, but then when, so I was next and then the cashier was like, I wish she had stayed because I was just going to give her a $10 gift card anyway, because it all comes back to Target. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Yeah, that's just, that's see that. That's that galaxy brain. That's that 4D chess right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want mm-hmm. a $50 gift card to Target? Here, have 100 Yeah, that's why fine. not? fine. Yeah. It all fucking comes back to Target in the end. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, um... Normally, Luke, this is the part where I would ask you for the plot, uh, but I'm going to do it this time because there isn't a plot. Okay, I have one plot point, but I'm okay. very curious to hear how you spin this. Or was oh. that it? Was that the entirety? There's no plot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Here, let me... This let is me... an hour and 36 minutes of no plot. Yeah, let me give you my breakdown because I've been thinking about this a lot as the designated plot guy. Sure, yeah. Keanu, and they don't tell you this at all. Mm-hmm. And, and they basically just show you at the end of the movie. Which ordinarily is a good thing, I guess. Like, show, don't tell. Not in this yeah. case. The only no. salient detail, sort of, is that Keanu is a driver for an escort service. Mm-hmm. This is not explained. No. So... No. In, in the worst example of show, don't tell. Yeah. So we start the movie with him and these two gals... Who are described as his girlfriends. They mm-hmm. are. At least one of them. Is. Incredibly irritating. I So. Uh, I was trying to make sense. Of the pain that I was in. Mm-hmm. And so I started reading reviews. Of this movie. Oh. You mean a movie that has. Folks. A 0% on Rotten on, Tomatoes. Yeah. The tomatometer is a big old goose egg. It's, it's a, a big goose It's egg. a big old tomato <laughs> on this one. There is nothing. Um, yeah. So I did go over to the tomatometer and they didn't have anything good to say. No. And so I read the New York Times review of it because it had my single favorite blur yeah. on the tomatometer, which can I read, to, read it to you? Oh, yes, please. So Stephen Holden of the New York Times wrote, what does it add up to? Um, I have no idea and don't really care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I read the full review, and in it he describes them as the most loathsome girls gone wild you could ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Um, it is. Yeah, because, okay, so that's the, that's the framework we're dealing with. And then as Sam mentioned, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. No, like I knew we were fucked the minute we had the cupcake scene because again, yeah, that's like within the first ten minutes, and it takes up three to four of those minutes. It is deeply pivotal in that it shows you exactly what you're being subjected to. It shows you the pace that you're about to be subjected to, and it is bad. Yeah, yeah. So nothing happens. Literally, nothing happens at the mm-hmm. end of this movie. They're driving around in his car. Mm-hmm. Talking, they just talk. They talk about nothing. Nothing. It, see, that's the other is that when they do talk, it is genuinely the most unpleasant shit you have ever heard. Yeah. And I don't mean like 
foul language as much as you all know that I hate it. You're such a, um, yeah, you're such a like prude. Um, I, I am such an absolute fucking prude. It's a real problem mm-hmm. in this household. My goddamn prudishness. But no, it's, it's that it is like upsetting. Yeah. It's grim shit that no one wants to hear about. Uh, and, and why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, it's an edgelord movie. Keanu's yes. character only ever says deeply stupid edgelord shit. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we, we've sort of gotten to the editorial part of this program, but, yeah. uh, uh, Luke, what did you think? This movie is stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm gonna burn a really basic one <laughs> on this. Yeah, one. I was trying yeah. to decide if this movie if I've burnt my bad for the season. Well, I thought there is no good or bad. There is no good or bad. Do we get one? I mean, I th- I think this might be the one that proves that we can. Because <laughs> Sam, I was going through the other worst movies we've ever seen in my head, mm-hmm. and I have bad news. This is the worst? This is probably the worst movie we've oh, ever seen. without a doubt. Yeah. Without a fucking doubt. I think I previously said that, um, and this is just for the patrons, that La Mustache was uh, the, the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Nope. No. This is it. Not, and it's not, so take like Southland Tales, a mm-hmm. very bad movie. Exquisitely bad. Exquisitely bad. This mm-hmm. movie... So much worse than yes. Southland Tales. And and shorter, which is the weird part. Yeah, it's an hour and a half-ish, but it feels like three hours, because it never it's, ends. Yes, it's so long. Yeah. Uh, which is why, Luke, that I have decided that this movie is an act of violence. Yeah. The, violence was done to us today. Via this movie. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. That is the only way that I could get through this, is by recognizing it as an act of violence against me. Uh, Sorry, I just blacked out, because I was thinking about the script. Because you have to present a script to people. Mm -hmm. They have to read it. Mm -hmm. And then they have to go, okay, yeah. I'll give you $1.9 million, the budget of this movie. What? Uh, and let's go make a movie. Let's get some actors and mm-hmm. get some insurance and let's make a movie. Do you think maybe the script didn't say that every line was mumbled? I think it said explicitly under the name tag mm-hmm. on each line, mumbled. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because it's the same could, guy that could... wrote and directed it. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Mark yeah. Mann, Mark you can Mann. go fuck yourself <laughs> and get hit by a bus. <laughs> I hate to get personal on these, but Mark Mann, go fuck yourself. Yeah, hey, Mark Mann, eat shit and die. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason this is the last thing you ever directed, and you should never be allowed next to a film set ever again. Sometimes, okay, to be somewhat generous... Ugh. I I can't. In as much as I humanly can, not every profession is for everybody. <laughs> this, is, this 
This is the meanest, generous read. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, no matter what you do, sometimes you're going to take a stab at something and it's going to come out a big old goose egg on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I See, the thing is, I wouldn't trust Mark Mann to run a fucking 7-Eleven. Mm, I'd see. Maybe he'd run the most amazing 7-Eleven you'd ever seen. Just as Just- long as you don't put cameras anywhere near it. Based on the choices that he made in this film, no. His his, his sense of judgment is compromised. Yeah. Um, no, I I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him with my enemy. Yeah. It's, yeah, bad things would I, befall that person. I think is actually Mark Mann now. I think it is. Because, again, folks, we've seen, I think we're up to 170 episodes of the main line, not including (laughs) the Patreon. We've seen a lot of bad movies. An unconscionable number of movies. Yeah, many of them very bad. This one, absolute worst, no question about it. I mean, here's here's what it is. Um, Even with, I think the worst movies we've seen Mm -hmm. you can find like a redeeming quality yeah i think there's like one thing in there that you can find with like with uh the lady killers i think like the concept of a heist movie yeah sure like a heist movie you know yeah uh with southland tales they were really trying to do something they were they took a huge swing with Mm-hmm. And I like, I was going to call out those two movies in particular as I think the worst of their generation of this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the first and second season. Those were the worst. This one, those other movies had a plot. They did have a plot. Or like, again, La Moustache, which it questionably had a plot. Yeah. But was, again, like trying to do something. Yeah. This is a movie that seemingly set out to do nothing. Well, here's what I think was happening. Mm-hmm. I think it's trying to be... It's trying to have something to say. Because there's all these little nudges mm-hmm. of this movie. I think the movie is probably set in like 2009 or 2008 or something. I, um, at least 2008 because one eminently hateable character because they all are yeah um says something about uh obama i think it's a yeah i think it's a uh 2008 08 um because there's all these little nudges about the housing crisis with the Mm -hmm. uh, subprime mortgages and stuff and like and this is all through the background we're getting like things about the iraq war there's a radio playing and the stuff about the iraq war Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, the troop station there, the uh, subprime uh, loan situation. It's just some little tidbits that are like, oh, society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everything that falls out of Keanu's mouth is this like weird edgelordy Donnie Darko shit. It's trying yes. to say something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the message is yeah like genuinely i it it is genuinely impossible to try to figure out what mark mann a guy who loves to eat shit um (laughs) wanted us to take away from this film which like 
I also can't figure out, like, there are scenes that are, I like, objectively speaking, a waste of time. The cupcake scene. Yeah. There, there's a scene where Keanu films a trash can. Yeah, or a squirrel. Just, he films or a squirrel. squirrel. Or um, poorly films some dogs. Yeah. I, the, you can't make the case that this is not a waste of time. And so, why would you spend your limited time on this planet making something specifically meant to waste people's time? I don't know. I have no we answers. Have a, there's a housing crisis, Mark. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's seven years after the towers fell. We're still <laughs> healing. It is amazing because... Some people, again, sometimes you take an L and you figure out that the direction you thought things were going, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. That's fine. The problem is that Keanu's in this for us. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I have a theory about that. Here's what I think. Because Keanu keeps doing this to us. He does. And I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm not sure I trust his judgment. Okay, here's why... I think this keeps happening. Mm-hmm. This is this is post Matrix by a lot. Oh yeah, Keanu is massive, mm-hmm. um, but he keeps doing these very bad little indie movies. Um, yes, here's what I think happens. One, Keanu is a humble enough guy that he will show up on set for a movie that has a budget of one point nine million dollars and take whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's just kind of who he is, which is awesome. So, 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 uh, what a mensch. What a mensch. I think if he... He honestly might have showed up for like a used Toyota Corolla for this flick or whatever <laughs> and was like, cool, it's a great car. Sure. 120,000 miles. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. No, that's that's fair for a movie. That's SAG rates. That's SAG rates, baby. Um yeah, they actually had to put in a little like appendix on the SAG contracts for Keanu Reeves. It's like yeah, can't, it, cannot pay Keanu Reeves in a used Corolla. Cannot convince Mr. Reeves to do a movie for Tapas. Um, <laughs> um so a uh, SAG Tapas rates aside. I, th- mm-hmm. I think what happens is that he, one, is okay with whatever salary. Two, someone sells him on the vision. Mm. So someone okay. talked him into this. Because I think he has a soft spot for movies that are trying to say something. Like indie movies that have something to say. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because um, that seems to be what he goes for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think someone sold him on the vision. And then he's not the greatest at backing out. I I get the distinct feeling that he feels bad backing out of stuff. I very much think this is true. And so he's in this bad situation. And he's like, ooh, what, I don't want to be part of this, but that's going to be a... that. You know what it is? Keanu needs to go to therapy and he needs to learn how to set boundaries. Yeah. Um, because this is basic boundary setting right here. Basic is, boundary setting. Because Keanu, and I'm talking to you now, not my nemesis, Mark Mann, or uh, the person who ruined my day today, Todd Howard. Um, 
if if your leaving the movie causes a lot of problems, but you want to leave it because it's making you unhappy, it's not your problem. Yeah, it's not your. Pr- you got to take care of you first. You know, Keanu, you can't act from an empty cup. Yeah. So you you got to take care of you first. I mean, so that you can do more John Wick or whatever. Which is coming up three watches. It is three watches. Hey, I have my eye on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Baba Yaga that is John Wick. Um, but here's the deal. I mean, wasn't there a movie that they wrote a script and they presented it to Keanu? He signs mm-hmm. everything. They show up day of and the script is completely different? Yes. Which movie was that? Ooh. Um, let, me, let me look through his IMDb real quick. Because it was another one of these little indie guys. I'm pretty it- sure. It was. Um. But yeah, the point being that Keanu, if you get a weird feeling about something and you want to just bolt. Yeah. You're, you can do that, my friend. Man, I am struggling to remember what it was. The problem is I keep getting it confused with um, that movie that Dwayne did where he plays... Um, a gay guy with a like a twitch or something. Uh, be cool. Uh, was it be cool? No, because it was a sequel. And uh, James oh, get, Woods was it? Get shorty. Get shorty. Yeah. yeah. I keep confusing it with that. Yeah. Um, but that obviously that's not it. Yeah, that one had no Keanu content. No, n- not at all. Was it? Fuck, man. It could be any of them is the problem. It could, because I'm looking at the early stuff here, and we've got, like, River's Edge. Um, uh, let's see. It was later before. than that. It was the fairly recent one. Permanent Record, Prince of Pennsylvania, Dangerous Liaison, um, Bill and Ted, definitely not. Parenthood, no. I Love You to Death? No, I think it was more recent. You think post Little Buddha? I think post Matrix. Post Matrix. Yeah, there was one that popped up that they <clears> were like, "Yeah, we." Sh-, so they sent a script, and then we showed up, and they completely rewrote everything. Wait, was it the replacements? Which one, <laughs> Sam? That was the Which- football one. <laughs> no, it wasn't that one. Okay, that one was then- actually all right. So we've got the replacements, the Watcher. The Gift, Sweet November. Maybe it was Sweet November. It was Sweet November, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Jesus, I feel like I have holes in my head. Mm -hmm. You were reading off the names of movies. Sam, I could not distinguish one of these from another if you asked me. It's very troubling that watching all of Keanu's movies um, so far has been like having a pry on. Yeah. Um, in that it is eating away at me, yeah, uh, <laughs> in a significant way, uh, and and I mean, very little disrespect, Keanu. I'm not going to say no disrespect because uh, I did just compare your cinematography to a prion disease, mm-hmm. um, but like, it's been a challenge. I think it has been, and here's the deal. We are in what I'm going to call the second wave of Keanu. 
Yes. Because, like, you know how there's waves of coffee, first wave, second wave, third wave? No. Oh, there are. Um, I don't drink coffee, Luke. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Well, for the coffee connoisseurs, um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Ooh, that's a cat butt. Mm-hmm. In- Enjoy that, folks on YouTube. <laughs> a write-in screen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the second wave of Keanu. The first being that early period pre-Matrix. Mm-hmm. Right? Where, yeah. kind of like Tom Hanks, he's getting his footing in the 80s and 90s. Um, it progressed. Things got okay. Second wave, Matrix and beyond. Yes. Uh, we are at the tail end of that second string. Because, Sam, what's right around the corner is John Wick. John Wick. Which Mr. I, Wick. Which I would argue is the third wave of Keanu and possibly... Mm-hmm the career-defining best wave of Keanu I think Reeves. so. Uh, which is wild, because he's had, like... Again, The Matrix is also career-defining. So it's yeah. wild that this guy's had, essentially, two career-defining franchises. Yeah. And I think, from my memory of being an alive human being during this time period, mm-hmm. I believe, post-John Wick, he stopped doing these. Somebody got to him. I think so. And he I, well, stopped doing these movies. Maybe he finally got into therapy. Maybe he got into therapy and got some boundaries going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Because so that's what I'm looking forward to. And we've got two action movies on the hook and then John mm-hmm. Wick. So Yes. Oh, and uh, f- for folks who are listening and didn't see it, I made a kiss noise just now. That's because my cat is in my lap and I kissed her on the head. I realized that if you're listening to this, all of a sudden you just hear me kiss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was really so. cute. For those who uh, aren't watching on YouTube, uh, it was very adorable. These are the things you miss by not watching it. Um, and our dope shirts. You and I both wearing pretty good shirts today. I have a little monster guy in a ramen bowl and it just says ooh, lunch nice. on it. Oh, very nice. Mine is uh, a shirt of a bunch of Tom Hanks rolls. Yeah, it's extremely good. It does. Uh, I have a question for you, Luke. Yeah. Let's go back in time. Okay. To, uh, I guess, uh, seven years after the towers fell. Uh, we're still healing as a nation, and we're, we're taking another lump as the housing crisis is uh, falling down around us. And um, Mark Mann, an evil bastard mm-hmm. uh, with absolutely no talent whatsoever, is making a shitty little film called Generation Um. Okay, really quick. The mm-hmm. name of the movie means something to him. I was hoping it would be explained throughout the course of the movie. It uh-huh. is not. No, I assume that he thinks that people of this age uh, are are part of a generation that is just sort of aimless? I guess. I don't know. Fuck him for making me even dig that deep. Yeah. But he's making a shitty little film called Generation Um, because it does have three dots. Yeah. And he can't get Keanu Reeves like he wants. So instead, Luke, I want you to imagine he casts a young, up-and-coming star... By the name of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> making his pivot into into theater. Yeah, 
Here into comes. The, into the big silver screen theater, as mm-hmm. people call it. Here comes big boy Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Big, beefy man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. So in this movie, uh, Keanu drives around like an old beat-up station wagon. <laughs> it would be an old beat-up truck, wouldn't it? It would be an old beat-up truck, because Dwayne the Rock Johnson's in his rider only gets to drive around in trucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or big fuck off Humvee looking things. Yes, and that is word is. for word what it says in the contract. Big fuck off looking Humvee motherfuckers. And that's it. That's it. So it would have been a truck. He'd be hauling these women around in a beat up truck. Mm-hmm. I actually think this would have been fantastic. It would have been better. It would have been so much better. And and I think that's uh for one reason. And I don't know if you and I. Are thinking on on the same wavelength here, but what Keanu did was he played in this space. Yes, um, and that's why it's so bad because he has nothing, and Keanu is comfortable sort of serving up kind of uh, a numbness. Yeah, if you will. Well, again, Keanu is playing in the space because he's the nicest man on earth, mm-hmm. and he's a talented professional. And when someone says whatever direction it was that he got, like I need you to be. The, the literal embodiment of the sad Keanu memes. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he went, well, you're giving me, uh, you know. A, a used Toyota Corolla. A so used Celica. Not? So, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> a Celica. Jesus, that's even worse. <laughs> um, But Dwayne? Dwayne would not play in this space. Dwayne would not play in this space. You know he would get the people's eyebrow. The people's eyebrow like breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. it would be like turning as so one of the girls would say something horrible mm-hmm. um and then he would just turn to the camera and we get the old people's eyebrow um yeah i i imagine he would do it the whole cupcake scene <laughs> you just know he all would. Th- all three minutes of the cupcake scene just yeah um it also just has a different vibe if because Keanu is this like wispy, starting to gray, long haired kind of dude mm-hmm. um, who is very good at, like you said, uh, like serving up a numbness. Mm-hmm. Dwayne is this big, vivacious, muscly, like, yes, dude. So mm-hmm. the cupcake scene would just be a weird scene of a guy who's like 6'3 and. 300 pounds of muscle mm-hmm. <laughs> eating a cupcake on the side of a New York street. Like, which, which in his hand would look like one of those little tea cakes. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it wasn't a big cupcake to begin with. No. It, what flavor do you think it was? Probably vanilla. I, so I looked at it pretty closely because I was trying to grab onto anything. It, it was, I would say brown to orange. Oh, so I'm thinking we're looking at uh, like a carrot cake. I think it's a carrot cake. Yeah, if it was at all orange, I feel could like it's... Pumpkin. It could be pumpkin. But that's kind of early for a pumpkin craze, isn't it? Uh, yeah, do we know when this movie is actually set? Like what time? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who fucking knows or cares? It's set during a, a time when our nation is healing, I can tell the you The nation is healing... And it's mm-hmm. about to get walloped again yeah. by a housing crisis. Um, 
Can we talk about The Big Short really quick? We can talk about The Big Short now. That's a movie. Now that's a movie is all I have to say about it. But I was just thinking about how the same time period is trying to say, This movie that we watched today is trying to say something. Has no <laughs> idea how to go about it. Doesn't do it at all. I have no clue why it's titled Generation Um. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bullshit. The Big Short? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's now saying we're talking. Something. And, and here's what's incredible, is I left both movies angry, but in very different ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Big Short left me angry in a way that made me want to, like, change stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I wanted to change after finishing this movie is my status as a living person. Yeah. Because The Big Short does, and folks, if you haven't seen The Big Short recently, God, is it good. But You, you have should to- give it a shot. You got to remember, there is that last 10 minutes where they go into detail about how nothing has changed. Nothing, and it is not a, a damn thing. It's a gut punch. Because there's some <laughs> movies like Saving Private Ryan, you know you're in for a bummer time. Great movie. Very hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Big Short, you're like, oh, this is like Moneyball. This is like a fun thing where we dive into this horrible practice. Mm-hmm. That wrecked the economy, and there's players involved, and it's fun um, to kind of learn something. And then at the very end of the movie, they have that big scroll that's like, by the way, it's 10 years later, we made this movie, and fucking nothing has changed. Yeah, and no now, one went to jail, and they still kind of do the same thing, but under a different name. Under a different name. And you're like, God damn, I just spent my Sunday afternoon watching two and a half hours of this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would be fun, and it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jesus, yeah. Now I'm really mad, and I have to yeah. go make dinner. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever read the book? I didn't. I did uh, while I was at my old job mm. uh, instead of you know doing my job, and there wasn't anything for me to do anyway. Um, so it's good. Yeah, it's a I've very heard good that. book. Yeah. Um, goes into a lot more detail, and I, there's some truly harrowing stuff, which is mm. basically, like, the the big takeaway for me was um, that, like, it, all, all these, like, traders and, and brokers and shit do all this, like, weird, obscure, wild-ass shit um, that is horrible for the economy, but the, the problem is um, they're able to get away with it because the people who work at the SEC work there because they can't get a they're not good enough to work basically um at other places because they're paid so much less oh and so like if if you're going into like that sort of finance kind of thing and you want to make decent money which i imagine most people going into finance do yeah that's it's sort of where the money lives Mm -hmm. like you're going to the place where money lives yeah so you expect a chunk of it to come your way. Yeah, you want some of the money to come home with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so you d- won't work at the SEC because uh, not as much money lives there. Yeah, very little money lives there, I would assume. And, you know, the SEC is also, like, underfunded and shit. And so it's these people who are, like, maybe not the best, like, brokers and, tra- like, financial minds. Yeah. Who um, are overworked and underpaid and cannot keep up with uh, all the shit that all these fucking firms are going for. Yeah. 
So, damn. harrowing stuff. Yeah, damn. That makes me think about how, uh, on a related note, the like government cybersec, mm-hmm. um, they can't get good people in the door to mm-hmm. do cybersecurity for the government because two reasons, Sam. One, same problem you're describing. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, they, <laughs> they keep testing for marijuana and ain't nobody passing that test. You gotta, you gotta get a waiver for that. <laughs> I know it's a federal job, but if you're looking for a hardcore uh, systems like cybersecurity expert, uh, what you're gonna get is someone who likes marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Luke, would you like me to read you just the um, like headline and star rating for a bunch of IMDb reviews for this god awful film? Yes, please. Because I started looking at these first, and it it's uh, it sent me into crisis mode. Yeah. Here's the first one. It's complicated. Seven out of ten. What? Mm-hmm. Edgy NYC indie flick. 10 out of 10. Okay, these people need help. Where's mm-hmm. the send help button in the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? Call 911 for this person. Some of those who wander are lost. 7 out of 10. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um... A lot of nothing and something. Brave, but flawed. Three out of ten. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's not brave. It's not brave. See, this is the problem. Sometimes, mm-hmm. folks, art is not universally of merit. And, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that's probably the meanest thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Duds do exist, and this is one of them. Yes. Like, without qualification or anything, this is a dud. This is uh, a dud. It, I gotta read you more of these, man, because it I makes just, me worried about humanity. Yeah, this last thing I was gonna say is that this movie plays like a wet fart in a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so... <laughs> While I was still watching the movie, but you had finished it, I sent you an Instagram video of someone who had sculpted a, a sand man um, at the beach. Yeah. And he was close up to the shore so that when the waves came in, they flowed into his mouth and uh, they would spray out his butthole mm-hmm. like he had terrible diarrhea. And Luke, that little video has more to say about the human condition than this fucking movie does. It genuinely does. <laughs> Plus, it has little kids who cheer every time it blasts through his butthole. And it's I so adored good. that. <laughs> it's so good. Um, here's one. And, and I'll read just the, the first little sentence of it, too, because it needs to be heard. Much better than its rating. Seven out of ten. If I could give it a 6.5, I would. While it was not hugely captivating, it did hold my attention. What? Although it was not hugely captivating... It did hold my attention. Although it wasn't interesting, I did watch it. I did watch it. The subtitle of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Loved it, loved it, loved it. Nine out of ten. 
See, these people are hurt. Oh, bud. Th- this is the one that, like, I, I nearly, like, walked into the street. What is the movie about? Eight out of ten. I think, okay, here's the problem. One, these people are deeply hurt and need help. Please send 911 to them immediately. Mm-hmm. Whatever services they require. Mm-hmm. Two, there's a compulsion to not feel stupid. Yes. And that's Absolutely. what they're fighting. I am 99% sure that this is a person who watched this movie, which we both watched and both concluded is a dud that has nothing to say. Mm-hmm. It is not yeah. entertaining. Uh, the bare minimum a movie should be entertaining. Yes. Or have a plot. Um, or have I've a got, plot. I've got two more to okay. read you. Okay. Yeah. Good movie, not one of Keanu's Cineplex type efforts. Eight out of ten. Fuck you. You're Fuck the off. last person I want to meet at a party. Yeah, I and think then... Keanu's best movie is probably Generation <laughs> Um. I mean, have you seen John Wick, my friend? <laughs> Have you seen fucking anything? You know movie other movies exist, right? Yeah. Um breathtakingly authentic, ten out of ten. No it isn't. No it isn't. It's No a it's not. It this is nothing. Who is this authentic to? I the the worst person you could imagine. Yes. The so, someone worst. who's like I do cocaine and yell at bartenders. Yeah, the worst wastoids you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> But who is, okay, who thinks this? Who looks at this movie and is like, this is authentic because it's about a guy who drives escorts around um, and steals a video camera and then they video each other doing nothing. Nothing, yeah. For most of an hour. Yeah, like he gets the camera around 45 minutes in. I know because I paused the movie and wanted to cry. Yeah. Um, Same. Okay, I'm sorry. Last one. Yeah, yeah. Generation Um is a very subtle and clever movie with fine actors work. Subtle and clever. This is not. This is not. Nor does it have good acting. Like, Keanu is fine, but I gotta tell you, the the two women are terrible. Um, Yeah, they have gone on to do other stuff, thank God. Have they? Yes. Because, see, I kept thinking that this would kill the career of any actor who's not Keanu Reeves. Well, thankfully no one saw it, Sam. It was released in New York and Los Angeles and then went straight to VOD, so... Mm, Probably a good choice. So nobody saw it and it didn't make a dime. Oh, thank God. Uh, thank God Michael Mann's, not Michael, Mark Mann suffered for this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You got anything else you want to say about this? No. Good. Um, let's see. Luke, next week, Mm -hmm. we're watching the 2013 film Man of Tai Chi. Yeah. And this movie, Keanu directed. What? Yes. I keep forgetting this. this. Yeah, so Luke, what do you think Man of Tai Chi is about? I think it's a kung fu movie. Is that a legit guess? That's a legit... I have no... Jokes are out of the room briefly. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a kung fu movie. And I need to talk about the fact that I think Keanu Reeves directed a straight-up kung fu movie. 
Yeah, I'm uh, so I, when I was ch- in a desperate moment checking to make sure which movies we had left before John Wick, and also, um, like making sure that he was in the next movies that we were planning on watching, I did have to like read descriptions for yeah. movies and stuff. So I, I do kind of know what this one's about. Oh, okay. Well, then don't tell me. Okay. Um, but I am desperately hoping it's just a kung fu movie that he directed and starred in. I cannot wait to see what Keanu's directing is like. Yes. Is this the nicest movie ever made? <laughs> no, it's just a bunch of people with no boundaries being very friendly to each other. Yeah, just a bunch of Canadians. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well time time can only tell yeah uh uh i mean do you do you have a plot prediction um i think somebody steals it's like bowser mm-hmm. somebody steals someone's daughter or uh fiance or something hides them away in a tower keanu's got to fight his way there and sort of get her back Okay, so it's Keanu's Kung Fu take on Taken. Yeah, basically. Yeah, in my mm-hmm. head, I was kind of thinking it's a Kung Fu take on Taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. We're also on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy, and we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. we got a lot of fun stuff over there, and uh, you check us enough money, and uh, you can become one of Hanks' heroes, uh, like Tuck and Daniel, and fellas, I won't make you watch this movie. Good Luke, enough. Do you have a final quote? I do. It's said by Keanu, and it is, and again, not with this inflection. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe try saying something interesting. <laughs> oh god i i wish anyone had taken that advice <laughs> what if the movie had turned on this is about an hour in what if it had turned on a fucking dime at that exact moment <laughs> everything became interesting <laughs> suddenly there's a plot suddenly there's plot oh fuck well folks thanks for listening to another episode of hanksy panksy honor among reeves We'll be back next week with 2013's Man of Tai Chi.